Well, we're talking about rowing the boat today. And I preached a sermon recently on this. And I think that it's really going to help a lot of us, especially when it comes to teamwork, especially when it comes to dealing with churches and different things. So when you think about the song, row, row, row your boat gently down the stream, merely, 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 life is but a dream. And so you could literally say that that's a crock of bull, really, because it's like, is life but a dream, you know? But then the second thing is that I think people today, they live in such a dream world uh, of of staying out of reality and what's really going on in the world today. And see, the reason why that the, the world is in the shape that it's in today many times is because the church has went to sleep, the church has quit being the church, and it's time for the, and the, the church is beginning to act like the world, and so well, it has for years. But there's a deeper meaning to row, row, row your boat. So I always thought that the song was merrily, 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 instead of merely, 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 life is but a dream. But this means merely, merely, merely means life is easy. And so what I've been thinking about, with especially with the sermon that I preached uh, this past week, uh, churches are rowing, and what they need to be rowing is to, as you row the boat, convincing people that they need Jesus uh, or their life is going to be a nightmare. You say, well, what do you mean? You're not supposed to be negative. Well, if you don't have Jesus in your life, then it's going to be opposite of the song. Life is but a dream. But if you don't have Jesus, it's going to be a nightmare, especially when Jesus comes and you don't make it. So in the journey of life, the idea of rowing the boat emphasizes the importance of three things, sharing purpose, guidance, and also unity in purpose and direction. So when you look at Psalm 133, verse 1, it says, Behold, how good and how pleasant if it, if it uh, for the brethren to dwell together in unity. You know, there's nothing worse than a church that is not in unity. I've pastored just uh, three churches, started the Pulse Church 10 years ago. I've seen the good, the bad, the ugly in 34 years of ministry, and I've seen a church that hasn't been in unity. And and most of the time, <clears throat> it's one or two people that begin to to uh, grumble, and then they get a team together, and then they try to overthrow or try to do whatever they're going to do and I've seen it and I could write a book about it you know but anyway it's just kind of the way people are they're not rowing in there in the direction that the pastor feels so they begin to row in their own uh, their own agenda many times which is really sad because I think that that's that's what goes on in churches today and causes causes them to to fail like they are but when everyone is rowing together in the boat in the same direction, it creates harmony and enables us to move forward. If you have people on one side of the boat that are rowing, but nobody's rowing on the other side, then the boat will spin in circles and you're not getting anywhere. But if you can get people rowing the same time in the same direction, in the same um, harmony, and then if you if you get them that way, then you can move forward and it creates harmony. Rowing the same direction requires a shared vision and common goal. 
And uh, so, I mean, just like in Gasway, we're about to make some huge changes involving our 30s and 40-year-olds. And so we're in 20s, and we're really encouraged and excited about what, what God could do with this. When everyone rows together, resources are utilized more effectively. And it's like if people lose their agenda, lose what they want to do. When that happens, man, you get to see great things. As a Christian, acknowledging Jesus as the captain of our boat symbolizes uh, a surrendered life to his guidance and to his wisdom. So when you think about Jesus being the captain, it symbolizes that we've surrendered. We're giving up our agenda. We want to do what God wants. You know, we don't want our ideas. We want God's ideas. And, you know, sometimes you try some things and they work, and sometimes you try other things and they don't work. Trusting Jesus as a captain involves seeking his guidance through prayer. Much prayer you have to put in things. Following Jesus as an example becomes a compass that directs our actions and our decisions. See, in your life, you need to allow God to have his way and pray about things before you do them. And then when you pray about things as God sees fit, then he makes a way. Though we have a compass that will, that will show us the direction that we need to go in, and that compass is the word of God. That compass is the Holy Spirit teaching us, saying, no, don't do that, or yes, go this way or do that way. And, and then when we get the security of knowing that Jesus is guiding us, then it leads us to eternal life and purpose. It's just so awesome. When you look at Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Pastor Jay's been preaching on this a lot about picking up the cross. Despising the shame is what Jesus did. And it set forth the right hand, and now he's sitting at the right hand of God. And this is Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 2. Each person in the boat, understand, is equipped with a calling. And that calling is your oar. When you acknowledge and you embrace your calling, it contributes to the overall success of the journey. What has God called you to do? What does he want you to do? How are you going to do it? Are you going to build a team around the calling? Your calling creates synergy that propels the boat forward. And so that's that's exciting because many of you have ideas that you've been sitting on and not doing. But man, I tell you what, if you can begin to, to utilize the resources that you have, which is the Word of God and the Holy Spirit, He will make a way where there seems to be no way. Recognizing your individual calling brings personal growth and a deeper understanding of God's purpose for each person. Uh, this is so exciting. And I'm really, I'm really uh, wanting to drive this home to you today that you are equipped with your calling already. You just need to develop it. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 1, I therefore the prisoner of the Lord beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith that you are called. So what has God called you to do? And you need to learn to walk in that calling. By rowing in the same direction, trusting in Jesus and his relationships and his leadership and embracing your individual calling, the boat navigates through the challenges of life. And then your calling will help other people navigate through the challenges of life. 
So what I'm talking about today is I'm talking about your church. I'm talking about your ministry. I'm talking about what God has called you to do. So you have to understand you're either in the boat or you're out of the boat. You either got to swim, I mean, not even swim, but you got to get in that boat. You can't swim alongside the boat and be a team player. And then some people are drowning. You're drowning in, in sin. You're drowning in yourself. You're, you don't know what to do. And all you have to do is just say, Father, forgive me of my sins. Come into my life and live. Help me to be what you've called me to be. If you prayed that prayer today, man, I tell you what, great things are ahead for you. Because he loves you and he cares about you. And we love you in Jesus' name. If you just prayed that prayer, <coughs> make sure you send me uh, an email or a message and let me know if you need a Bible free of charge, we'll send you one courtesy of the Pulse WV Live. We're so thankful for the ones that give to this ministry. We encourage you to continue to do so by texting the word Pulse to 1-304-244-3187. Go to thepulsechurch.com, give through PayPal. Check out our website while you're there. Mail your love gift to P.O. Box 141, Gasaway, West Virginia, 26624. Be sure to go to your app store on your Android and also on your Apple device and download the Pulse WV Live. Download that app. And they'll have access to 24 hours a day, seven days a week, music and preaching and teaching that will bless you and help you through the day. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening and watching the Pulse WV Live, a network that beats to the heart of God.